Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show. Our mission to serve and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the cyber attack on the East Coast oil pipeline and what it means for all of us. Also, the deadline for filing your taxes is less than a week away. I'm going to tell you how to do it for free, not whatever tax you owe, but doing the tax return itself. So we keep getting warned again and again about non-state and state actors, meaning foreign countries hostile to the United States, or in many cases, citizens of that country who mean us harm. And this is happening with hack after hack, attack after attack on computer systems, um, water supply systems, power systems, and then most recently, the colonial pipeline that is the dominant player in gasoline, jet fuel, and diesel, the delivery of it in the eastern part of the country. And so you've probably seen, if you don't live in the eastern part of the U.S., you may have seen clips or things online of people pulling into gas stations that have no gas, people lined up down streets and It is a terrible situation for people who can't even get to work in a lot of places right as I'm speaking because they can't find any gas where they live. So this was done by Russians, but supposedly non-state Russians. In other words, not doing it on behalf of the evil dictator Putin. But the warning to all of us is that this is a part of modern life and modern warfare is using modern technology against us because we have become so dependent on modern technology for so many things. And if you're a longtime listener to me, you know my obsession with redundancy. Redundancy, if you're not aware of it, is something that is originally from the airline industry, and spaceflight. The concept that you have backups for systems because systems ultimately fail. We unfortunately do a lot of things using the internet as a backbone without any viable form of backup for stuff we do, people we do business with, people we buy from. So what it requires is that in our own lives, what are the redundancies we can build in? One that I do that to some people seems ridiculous is I have $400 in cash hidden in our home 
so that in the event that the Russians or the Chinese or the North Koreans or the Iranians or whoever else uh, to be named, a draft choice to be named later, whoever wants to harm our nation, harm us, they take down banking networks. And then that plastic you carry won't work at all. The apps on, like I, I bought lunch today with an app from a restaurant paid for through the app. Well, that's not going to work in a hack, right? So having cash, $400 will certainly take care of our food needs for weeks if we had to pay by cash. And it's one of those things that's just an example of building in redundancy. Uh, one thing we need to look at in the United States that is very vulnerable is our power grid. And we in the United States trail many other places in the world in what's known as distributed power, where because of the special interest lobbying of monopoly power companies, there are um, roadblocks in the marketplace that discourage us from setting up our own independent microgrids at our houses or at a commercial building complex, or at apartment complexes, or uh, you name it, condos, whatever. We should have as national policy to deal with the reality that one of the places that will be likely subject to attack at some point by the Russians or other foreign enemies of the United States is going to be our power grid. And doing a centralized power grid puts us at risk. Uh, think about people who have been putting in battery backup and solar where they can degrid completely or degrid if the uh, power supply goes down. In California and areas with the wildfires where they do these rolling blackouts to try to prevent the spread of wildfires during wildfire season, there are more and more people that are putting in the situation where they have the batteries and they have solar and they're able to operate independently from the grid when the grid becomes unavailable. I mean, these are things that are part of setting up your life with redundancy. We have a supply of non-perishable food and I am not a survivalist. It's not my thing. I'm an incredible optimist. But with that optimism comes the reality that there are evil people in the world. There are countries that oppose us. There are those that wish us harm. And so having basic precautions in place are great things to do. Um, you think about in the United States, we are going to convert over time from fuel-based transportation to electric-based transportation. And that means the attacks on our electrical grid will be even more serious than what we've had with this regional attack on our, oil, on our gasoline supply lines. At the same time, we as humans are adaptable and versatile. And we can adapt after disruption. But better to be prepared up front. Boy Scout motto, right? Be prepared. That's right. 
I want you to be prepared for the possibilities that life throws your way. I want to say some stuff about the uh, gasoline disruption if you are along the eastern seaboard. The supply disruptions are localized and may intensify for the next couple of days, but then the extreme shortages showing up in different states will fade. But you will see significantly higher prices for gasoline for weeks to come as the supplies are replenished. And then there's the additional bonus for us that the oil suppliers suppliers are moving refined products however they can. More expensive methods. Instead of in a pipeline, by truck, by train, ultimately to truck, by boat, ultimately to train, truck, All these things add cost into the system, and we will suffer those costs. There will be isolated cases of price gouging, where individual operators take advantage of people's desperation and run up the price of gasoline. Uh, The libertarian in me says that's the free market working. The humanitarian in me says that's bad, ugly. And in several jurisdictions, it is an illegal thing to do. Krista? Well, Dan is in a state that has been affected by the gas shortage. He's in Georgia, and he says, is Gas Buddy trustworthy? Does it really help you save money on gas purchases? Yes, Gas Buddy and its competitors in the marketplace are very helpful because they rely on other people reporting the current price of gasoline. And right now, whether stations are open or closed. And so if you look at Gas Buddy, either the app or you go online to look at it, or even look at, uh, do a Google search on Google Maps where it will show based on where you are, the prices of gasoline at various stations close to your current position, you're able to have up to the minute where gas prices are. And the prices are all over the place. But I was at a Costco wholesale yesterday And they had to have barricades up, multiple people uh, directing traffic. The line was, I don't know how many hours people were spending in line to try to buy gasoline, but it was really extraordinary. And the reason is the Costco gas was a dollar cheaper than the gas station virtually across the street from the Costco that did have a short line. So people were both price sensitive and desperate to fill up their tanks at the same time. And then O in Mississippi says, artificial intelligent electric vehicles seem a near future reality. Will it be possible to upgrade an internal combustion combustion passenger car to an EV or perhaps hydrogen fueled vehicle? I don't, I can, I can tell you, I don't think that's going to be especially practical because electric vehicles tend to be made on a special platform that's very different than a gas engine platform. And what they will do is they'll have a, um, a flat tray, if you will, that the wheels are attached to and the batteries are put in that flat tray. It is a totally different kind of design from the factory floor up 
than a traditional vehicle. And the transition to electric vehicles and ultimately semi-autonomous and autonomous is going to go on for the next 15 to 20 years. So it's not like gas vehicles are going to be obsolete or irrelevant overnight. It will be a slow, steady, gradual change. Want to talk about taxes coming straight ahead. You know, that is a day that this year was delayed again because of the pandemic, but the delayed date is upon us. So tax day, Monday, May 17th, and you got to file that return. Even if you don't have the money, file a return Monday. At least file for another extension. Because the way the IRS system works is if you fail to file, the penalties are gigantic. You fail to pay, the penalties actually are amazingly reasonable on the money you owe them that you've not been able to pay. But you don't ignore it when you don't have the money. I hear that over and over again from people. Well, I didn't bother filing because I knew I couldn't pay the bill. Nope. You pay the bill when you can, but you file on Monday. And most taxpayers, somewhere I think 90% of taxpayers, can prepare and file their taxes for free. It is something that only, I think, 7% of taxpayers do even though almost all can. If you go to irs.gov, you'll see right on the front page, free file. It'll take you through who's eligible, what income limits, and if you have a state income tax, it will show you which preparation firms will also help you prepare and file your state tax return for free. Others will do the federal for free and then charge you on the state. And for people, regardless of income, Credit Karma will do tax prep and filing for you for free. And why do they do it? They do it, and they love doing it for ultra-high income earners because they know who you are and what offers to make to you for new loans, new credit cards, new whatevers, based on what they learn from you doing your tax return for you. But filing a return for free, very easy. Uh, Coming up with the money you owe for tax, maybe not as easy. And then I addressed a couple of weeks ago the terrible problem with people who are owed refunds and have not received them because the IRS is millions and millions and millions of returns behind in processing returns And so people are waiting for those refunds. As I said before, you want to reduce your withholding if you do it as a way to save this forced savings and instead set up an automatic deposit every pay period into an online savings account. So you have the same benefit of building up a rainy day account automatically, but you're not doing it through the IRS where you may have already had plans for that refund that may be months before you see it. One other little annex, the IRS reports that they owe roughly a billion and a half dollars to people who never filed a return but didn't owe the IRS money. So you can file a return for tax years going back to 17 if you do it this week and 
17, 18, 19, um, 20, obviously, is the one we're working on now. But those three years, the IRS just has money from people who haven't asked for it. You want your money. All right, Clark, Jim in Minnesota says, I plan to have medical expenses that exceed 7.5% of my income in 2021. I think I should fill out a W-4 so that my employer can reduce my tax withholdings. Is there anything I need to watch out for in doing this? Jim, in your case, I'm really sorry that you have so many medical expenses that are putting you to where you qualify for a medical deduction on your tax return. Um, Not a great situation. In your case, do the opposite of what I was just talking about, where in your circumstance, uh, reducing, actually, that is the same thing, reducing your withholdings so that you're not way over depositing with the IRS. There's nothing for you to watch out for doing this. This is from David in Nevada. What are the most... Nevada, what are the most effective strategies to get an HOA to enforce rules that are being violated by other homeowners and to perform landscaping maintenance when it acknowledges the issues, it acknowledges the issues but does not act? David, you're talking about your homeowners association as if it's like an alien. You are one of the members of that homeowners association. And if the homeowners association is not doing its job, enforcing the rules, and maintaining common elements, common property, that is hurting your home values and those of like-minded homeowners. What you want to do is you want to get together a slate of candidates, of fellow homeowners who care about your community, want the rules enforced, and want the public common elements maintained well and run for the board. And then you fix it. You know, the they is only a true they, an alien they, if most lots in your neighborhood have not sold and you're still under developer control. That's the one time that it's ugly that you can't do anything about it. Otherwise, you have the power of fixing the problem. You know, you think about... How do people end up running for local school board or running for city council? Usually it's because they feel like things should be done better than they are, and they run. That's the same exact thing on a smaller scale in your homeowners association. Okay, and from Steve in Florida, last week I went to consolidate my 529 plans. I have a Wisconsin plan and a New York plan. I was going to do a trustee-to-trustee transfer from the New York plan to Wisconsin. I started to read the fine print of the New York plan, and I believe they were going to charge me taxes for doing this rollover. Does this seem right to you? I've never tried a 529 rollover before, and the beneficiary on both plans is the same. So, Steve, don't worry. Be happy. What any 529 plan will do when you do a withdrawal like this, even where you're moving from one to another, so they're going to issue a form to the IRS that's going to say you did this withdrawal. And then you report on your tax return next year that the money was deposited in another plan and there's no tax due by you. The purpose of this reporting is so that on your return for your 529 money, You're either uh, saying it was used for eligible college expenses, or in your case, it was moved to another plan. Don't worry, be happy, no problem. And the one thing about consolidating 
is you have, interestingly enough, you live in Florida, you have a Wisconsin plan, you have a New York plan. You're doing the rollover from New York to Wisconsin. Which one has actually lower costs? And I think if you check, you may find that the New York plan you're in has lower costs than the Wisconsin plan. But you should check on the actual investment portfolio you have in the 529 to see if that is true for your portfolio in each plan. And Thomas in Florida says years ago, Roth IRAs were structured so you could take money out to use for a period of time with no penalties, save for flipping houses and reselling the home and replacing the money before the deadline. Are they still structured so this can be done for this process, or is there another option that can be used for this purpose? Thomas, you can do that once a year where you have to change where your Roth IRA is. So if you decide to cash out your Roth IRA and you're with Krista's investment house, then within 60 days of the date on that check from Krista's investment house, you've got to put it in Clark's investment house or whatever, has to go somewhere else. But again, the IRS looks at this as a potential abuse if you do it repeatedly. So be, uh, be sparing with doing this as a technique. Now, you are allowed to pull your contributions out of your Roth at any time tax and penalty free, but then you can't redeposit the money and you end up hurting the amount of money available to you for your long-term retirement purposes. And from Dave in North Dakota, my mother is 81 years young, and with the high cost of retirement homes, I'm trying to keep her out of that system so I don't go broke. Wondering if there's a less expensive way to provide her care at home. So there is a step between doing a quote-unquote retirement home and doing care in the home, and that is a group home. And they're called different things in different states. But the idea is that you live in a house with several other of your fellow senior citizens, and you have minor care available in that. Um, You could have meals cooked for everybody in that group home, things like that. But this is a common thing around the United States, having these group homes for the elderly to share expenses and do so at a much lower cost than you'd have in a traditional for-profit retirement or assisted living facility. Okay. And then from Eva in California, regarding your podcast on how to squeeze toothpaste, we had a few different responses to this, Clark. Okay. So wait, wait, before you go forward, I don't know what you're going to say, but Is it funny? Every time we've mentioned toothpaste, it's generated, in any context, it's generated a huge number of responses. It's a common denominator. (laughs) Okay. So Eva says, I have a much better idea. Instead of squeezing the tube, cut the tube somewhere around in the body of the tube so that one cap on the other to keep them clean. You scrape the toothpaste from both cut tubes with your toothbrush you will be amazed how much more you can use to brush your teeth. Much, much more, nothing left in the tube, and no waste. So we have some fanatics about saving money. Is that just awesome? Oh, yeah, there were a few other ideas too, yep. (laughs) That's great. So, Eva, thank you very much. And, you know, we know that I'm traumatized by going from my 
88-cent tube of AIM toothpaste to my ultra-expensive toothpaste I'm using at the direction of my dental hygienist, and I'm just toughing it out, and I'm at the end of a tube, Krista, and you should see me squeezing every last <laughs> Squeeze every bit penny. out of that tube. And I want to thank you for joining us. Please visit Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com for more money-saving info you can trust.